Well, the joy of grandparenting can sometimes be overshadowed by everything that's going on in the world and all the technology and all the difficulties. But today we have some hope and some helpful perspectives. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting team. And we're going to hear now part of a conversation that Jim Daly had with Chris Howard and her friend Shelley Tomlinson. They're both grandmothers. They're walking through this journey together. And Chris is part of the Duck Dynasty family. Let's go ahead and listen in. Shelly, uh, you coach basketball. I'm already trembling remembering <laughs> yeah. that was the second sport I played <laughs> after football. for you? Well, you know, this Apparently. is the point. She mentioned in the book about being a bench warmer, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that yeah. brought back memories. Uh-oh, did you ride the pod <laughs> I, was, <of> it? <laughs> I was the sixth man on yeah. a, you know, you mm. put out five players at a time. Right. I was number six. So the dialogue kind of went like this with me and the coach. He'd put me in the game, and he'd grab me and say, now, number 14 over there, guard him so tight, I, I don't care if you foul out, yeah. just rattle his cage. Uh-oh. That was my role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did you mean by uh, the bench warmer? I love the analogy of bench warming as grandparents and how we come into the game because as an ex-basketball coach you know some people see the the bench players with maybe not as important that, <laughs> uh, you point. know maybe you felt not <laughs> very important and so I want to stress that we are because the people that are on the court oftentimes and, and in this analogy it would be the parents okay so they're tired they have all these responsibilities they're in the game and sometimes they can't really have perspective about what's going on in a situation that a grandparent does and in basketball when that um, substitute comes in off the bench their enthusiasm can change the game Mm -hmm. they might not have the skills of the first string but if they come in and their legs aren't weary and they've been seeing what's happening and they, they realize how they can disrupt the offense of the other team and you know how they can impact what's going on in the game they can come in and infuse some strength and this is what we can do as grandparents so we're kind of on the sidelines we're ready we're suited up if you need me mom and dad i'm here but when we when we're called up when they blow the whistle or whatever they call us in we're fresher you know we're not like embedded in the nuts and bolts of the raising the kids and so we can come with fresh strength yeah, and we that's almost good. we almost yeah. named the book the greatest bench warmers we almost in the world did. Yeah, <laughs> because we both of us it. i come from a basketball playing family too so both of us that analogy just hits home yeah. so much that we are there ready our shoelaces are tied and our uniforms on and we've done it before we know how to do it so when do you need me I'm there. I'm in there. Spell that first string a little bit, and you can encourage them as a second string. And I think that's that's a great analogy again Mm -hmm. to look at your role as a as a grandparent. Uh, Let me ask you this: as kids get older, uh, maybe the teen years, if we could frame that time in life, uh, they can tend to pull away a bit. There's so much pulling at them: electronics, friends, everything like that. How did you see those changes happening in your grandkids, and what were the kind of the fixes to try to keep them engaged in the family? Well, I'll speak to that, and then I'll cede to Chris because hers are a little older, but I'll tell you what I'm doing like right now because Uh mine are kind of transitioning, and I see that happening, and then Chris can speak to as they get older. So that 12, and I have a couple that are uh, pushing 13, and so... If that you have no, you're you're no longer the center of their world. I mean, sadly, this is what begins to happen. You know, grandma was everything when they were two. And now their world enlarges and it's full of friends and family and their own interest. And so you have to reach out to them more. 
And so, so I, you initiate. You initiate. Yeah. And you do not expect them, and you don't take offense if you're no longer the brightest star in their universe. <laughs> you know, it can be hard as grandparents because that was your baby. Yeah. But if you realize that this is natural and it's good, that you're no longer the, you know, they're not orbiting around you. And so you reach out to them and you continue. I say in another place in the book, you talk about the things that don't matter as much so that the things that do, you've already built a ground of communication. That's a good parenting tip. So it's regardless what's going on, if you instill that, that just ability to um, have a conversation and talk to them about their life. And you might be talking about a frog or the color of the sky, and it may seem inconsequential before they reach that age. But if you've built that communication in, then they start turning older and they'll trust you to talk about the things that are really important because you took the time to talk to them about the things that they felt were important when they were little yeah. beating. But now Chris has the older teenagers that... The well, more experienced she, grandparent more experienced. is what I hear you saying. Yes, yes. <laughs> I will see she older, yeah. more experienced. Did I say that yes. the right yeah, She tries to not use that word older, but no, I, I say mature. Mature. <laughs> I always say she's more experienced. More experienced. I am, I am you more are more experienced. A little more experienced. And I remember, it's funny, Shelly, man, I remember I was on her radio show probably five years ago, and she asked me how I dealt with teenage grands because hers were really little at that yeah. time and I had the teenage grands and, I do remember this. Uh, and really Shelly is saying it right you've built you've laid that foundation when they were younger just like a parent does you mm-hmm. lay that foundation so that when they reach those teen years those natural years that they're going to gravitate away from you and my joke in my family is when my kids my grands get their license I get traded in for a car <laughs> and so that's like I'm the one driving them around and going all then all of a sudden I'm not anymore and uh, my wow. seven 17-year-old had an eye appointment this week where he had to have his eyes dilated. Yeah, I so get to it, drive again. Oh, I picked him up, and I said, just like old times, buddy. Yeah. He got in the car with me, and so after we did that, we went to Chick-fil-A, you know. So it's it's just staying connected to them all the way through so that when they reach their teen years, they still want to be with you. They still, I mean, you're definitely way down the line of mm-hmm. the girlfriend, boyfriends, friends at school, and all that kind of stuff, but you're still in the picture because you've built this relationship with them. And they and for me and Shelly both, both of us like to be involved even on other levels, like we both play tennis with our grandkids. We boat, ski, do those things. So any of those kinds of things Being that you active. can find, yeah. be yeah. active, things that even, um, you know, my grandkids, we all have tennis tournaments, you know, right. the whole family. Danny, I loved that posture. When you need me, I'm here. Talk about the importance of grandparents and that kind of willingness to step in when needed. Yeah, I love what what was said, the bench warmers or that sixth person coming into the game. And grandparents have so much to offer. I think one of the big ones is a listening ear. Grandparents have a hard time with this one. They Sometimes do? they want to share. Oh. They want to share about their life, their stories, just naturally. That's a natural thing. What if a grandparent just showed up and said, I want to listen. How are you doing? And they listen first and then bring and interweave some of those stories. That's a fantastic way to step in. I think that the way that I've seen it played out well is grandparents asking their kids, hey, what, what is it that you need? Hmm. I want to be helpful. I want you to, to do this whole parenting thing well and, and guide your kids. What, what can I do to, to be of help? And sometimes just noticing financially maybe a surprise. Hmm. And they, they say, hey, we're going to cover the groceries for you this month. So you can free up some money for some other things for you to do as a family with the kids. Just doing those surprises, 
uh, can be really life-giving mm. and a great surprise as they open up possibilities for, for the family showing up to events, showing up to sporting events, music-type uh, things, yeah. sending notes of encouragement to their kids as they're trying to do life in the middle of life can be really a good push for a parent that may feel discouraged. Yeah, I love how you're framing this because um, instead of replacing the parent uh, of the grandkids, you're coming alongside the parent, your child, and encouraging them and coming alongside them like uh, it's a Holy Spirit kind of running alongside with and, and coaching alongside and empowering. It's yes. not replacing, it's empowering. You want them to do well. Yeah. Just like if you're on a team, you want to see your teammates succeed and do well mm-hmm. because there's, a, there's a, a game to be won. Got it. Well, our conversation with Shelly and Chris is based on their book, Rocking It Grand, 18 Ways to Be a Game-Changing Grandma, and it's available for a one-time gift or a monthly pledge of any amount to this ministry. Join the support team, help focus on the family, create resources, encourage parents through podcasts like this, encourage grandparents. Uh, You can make that donation on the website, and we've got the link in the show notes. Also at the website, a number of articles, including one called Five Tips for Transitioning from Parent to Grandparent. Uh, The link for that great piece is going to be in the episode notes as well. More from Chris and Shelley next time. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. At Focus on the Family, we know you want to see your grandchildren follow Christ. Here's how you do that. The Legacy Grandparenting Summit, the only national conference on Christian grandparenting. Coming to over 100 locations on October 20th and 21st. You'll find wisdom, direction, and inspiration from speakers including Anne Graham Lotz and Miles McPherson. Register now for the Legacy Grandparenting Summit at LegacyCoalition.com slash summit.